particular one. Um, yeah, with Julian on the Browner, I think I'm going to do a review of the documentary How to Make Money Selling Drugs, which is a button-pushing title, if ever there was one, probably designed to ensure entrapment everywhere around the world. It's by Matthew Cook, and it's his debut documentary. He taught as a professor of creative directing at Otis College and art design. He also made... Uh, Cook and two partners working out of his garage raised $7 million from AOL uh, to build the first and only patented broadband search engine in 1999 called Ramped.com. I'm not sure what it ended up with that. And he also worked, uh, produced and edited his first feature film, Deliver Us From Evil, an expose on sex abuse in the Catholic Church, which won a number of awards well, he's a producer and editor of that one. He's a director of this one, and it's also produced by Adam Greenier, who is the lead star of uh, Entourage. And it's it's basically basic format of it is that it follows almost like um, almost like one of those TV shows where you've got a computer character and it's following them through various levels of a game, which has been an overused thing, and it follows somebody from um, selling marijuana at a very low level and going through to going up to a higher level and then selling cocaine and how much money uh, they can make from doing that and then moving away from being a street corner dealer of cocaine up to being a, a drug kingpin and then up and up the scale. And all the way along, it's got some incredible interviews with people who have been there and done that to the highest level, such as freeway Rick Ross, who Rick Ross, the rapper, got his name from and is currently being sued for $10 million by, who I think is out of jail now. And Rick Ross was one of the biggest drug dealers in the world and probably the biggest uh, crack dealer in America, hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And when he went to trial, we actually got a lot of time off because he revealed the Iran-Contra crisis because his contact in, I think, Panama or Colombia was uh, involved with the Reagan administration shipping rock of crack cocaine into black neighbourhoods in America and funding the fascist Contras in Nicaragua, which is pretty much the most immoral thing I've ever heard a government doing and was responsible for Ronald Reagan's I do not recall 47 times in court, uh, which no one ever went to jail for, apart from Oliver North and uh, General Noriega, who's probably still there. Um, and it follows these people and they talk about how they started off and the kinds of money they were making. And it's all done in a very sort of uh, lurid and uh, game show style. But the information is spectacular. And here's a, here's a trailer. It hasn't got a, an Australian release date yet, but it will hopefully drum up enough attention to get one. It's you know, an atrocious thing to attempt to do, which is to show people exactly how to make money out of selling drugs all the way up to being a cartel. But it's a framing device for the documentary itself. If there's one flaw in this, in this documentary, it's that the jokey tone and the button-pushing tone of that, alluding to the fact that this is actually a tutorial, detracts almost from the fact that it's one of the most wide-ranging examinations and exposés of the failure of the war on drugs I've ever seen. And it goes into far more depth and detail than anything I've ever seen. It shows an America that in the 1920s and 30s put forward legislation prohibiting, prohibiting uh, marijuana usage 
on the basis of a number of reasons, none of them were morally upright. For instance, the fact that the hemp industry was wanting to be driven out of business by paper manufacturers and the law enforcement individual responsible for drafting the legislation, the exact written words that were put forward to prohibit marijuana use were it's mainly used by Negroes and Mexicans and it makes white women more likely to sleep with Negroes. And this was the basis of the current drug legislation in America. And after a while, they went to the rest of the world and basically press-ganged the rest of the world into following their own particular prohibition model, which they had just seen with alcohol, had failed spectacularly and given them organised crime. Excuse me. And the second half of it is jaw-dropping. It goes through the entire way that the prison system in America has changed from around the 1930s up until the 1980s. They had around a quarter of a million people in jail. From the 80s to now, they've got two and a half million people in jail or 25% of the world's prison population because they're often giving, well, 70% of those people aren't white for a start and they're targeting people on racial profiling. So if you're white and you get caught for drugs, you it's an anomaly how, how unlikely it is for you to actually get A, caught or B, prosecuted or C, get a custodial sentence. There's just no level playing field at all. And they privatise the prisons. So all these prisons are lobbying Congress for higher prison sentences for things like marijuana possession. And they are in turn trying to create a prison system that is as full as possible. And then you've got the DEA that used to get something like 300000 a year, gets now $6 billion a year. And you've got all these people deconstructing the war on drugs and how it is the main number one cause of the problems we have with illicit drugs. And countries, it goes through countries like Portugal where young kids aren't even interested in smoking a joint. Why? Because it's legal and because they spend all their money on education and and, uh, addiction treatment programs. And it goes through the hypocrisies of saying things like marijuana is a gateway drug when every last expert they talk to says the number one gateway drug in the world into getting into any other drug is alcohol. And the level of destruction from alcohol and tobacco in society versus all of the other drugs combined is astronomical. And it just goes through one by one, dismantling the whole notion of the war on drugs, the elongated sentences, the disproportionate reaction from society to it, and so on and so on. It's an astonishing documentary. It makes you very angry. It even goes into the depth of the way that the police have changed in America to be so focused on drugs that they now have a police force that is very adept at discovering drugs and prosecuting drug crime, but is very inept at dealing with any other crime, building cases, doing police work, and even to the extent where the ratio of people being prosecuted for drugs, having it planted on them, was so high it would make your jaw drop. And some guy actually came out and started waging war against the police by setting them up. He was the next uh, drug prosecution officer himself. And he used to get people off when they'd actually been uh, set up by the police themselves. It's an amazing documentary. I thoroughly recommend you watch it. It's a shame that the jokey tone will make it easier for people that still support 
this disastrous war on drugs, as they say in the movie, possibly the biggest domestic policy failure of any gov of any government policies that have been put forward, and almost solely everyone involved in the uh, drug trade is for the war on drugs. The people selling it from the South American countries producing cocaine all the way through to the people on the streets in America want the war on drugs. The people in the running the prison systems want the war on drugs. The people in government want it because they immediately get a, a bounce from the polls if they say that they're cracking down on drugs. Um, and it's just a complete fallacy. In countries like Portugal, where it's been legalised more than a decade ago, have enormously less harm in their societies by focusing on addiction and treatment and educating kids and the fact that it's just not cool in the first place anyway i'm going to give that an eight and a half out of ten that's how to make money selling drugs uh, directed by matthew cook who knows when it will come out over here it may even go